Well, the Milwaukee Brewers are staying in town through 2050. Will they have another World Series appearance during that time? Will they win another playoff game? Uh, that's beside the point. Hey, they're staying. We're going to talk about this crowded outfield spot with the Milwaukee Brewers. Who should stay? Who should go? We'll touch on the rotation a little bit as well. Day two of the winter meetings down in Nashville. We'll get into all that coming up next here on Locked on Brewers. You are Locked on Brewers, your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good to have you along. Chuck Freeman here on Locked On Brewers. Yeah, the Brewers made it official today. The signing on the infield at AmFam Field, the governor signed it, and all the public funding and all the financing and all that is going to be, is all okayed and was relatively harmless. There was no protest. There was no rallies. There was none of this. It all slid through. Not like in the mid-90s where it was a hassle. It, it looked like it was going to be the Charlotte Brewers, but no, the Brewers are staying here. We'll get to all of that. Uh, also, we'll talk about this crowded outfield spot. Uh, there's only so many positions to go around. I asked you out there who you want to stay and who's going to go, who's expendable, who's not expendable, who's a keeper, who's not a keeper. We'll get to all that. Chuck Freeman, as I mentioned, Lockdown Brewers, first-year host, longtime sportscaster here in the state of Wisconsin. Love, love our sports teams, in particular the Milwaukee Brewers. The Milwaukee Brewers uh, have provided us with a lot of joy, and let's face it, most of the time, a lot of disappointment, but we love our team. We just want to get to the postseason and do better than one World Series appearance. One World Series appearance, of course. The Braves had a title here in 1957, and the Brewers' only World Series appearance, 1982. I joke, but hey, that's a possibility. The Brewers may not. Between now and 2050, they may not go to a World Series. I think there's a better shot of them winning a playoff game. Although I thought that they'd win a playoff series. If you'd have told me in 2018 that um, you know they would have, uh, they would have still by 2023 have not won a playoff series, I'd have been huh. But again, with the Milwaukee Brewers, anything's a possibility. Uh, of course, we talked a lot about the Jackson Churio signing yesterday. Pat Murphy, the Brewers manager, did have a press conference uh, after our podcast was dropped yesterday. Said, uh, "Yeah, and you know, he's Murph is not going to he's not going to throw kudos and pat a guy in the back and and do that sort of thing. He's old school. He just turned sixty five. He's cut from you know the old school cloth." He said, "Yep, well, Churio's got to earn that center field job. We're just not going to hand it to him, and that's true." That's true. He's just not going to be handled that job. He's going to have to earn it. But with that said, with that said, what are we going to do about this crowded outfield spot? Um, because I've, I I believe, as I said in the podcast yesterday, that Churio is going to earn a spot in center field. Uh, it would have to be, he would have to be a mammoth failure in spring training. And it looks like he's got all the tools from what we see. But again, Taking up to the major league level, uh, that's always, you know, that's always one of those things where you're like, okay, is he going to make the next jump? I think he's going to, and he's going to give get every opportunity. Mark Antanasio is going to tell the Brewer front office, hey, give this guy every opportunity. I'm spending money on him right now. I'm not spending $10 million for him to be in Nashville, okay, in the minor leagues. 
You know, this is the Churio was down in Nashville for the baseball winter meetings. That's the last Antanasio wants to see him in Nashville. So I, you know, I asked you guys who are the most expendable? Who is the most expendable on this team? Who is the most untradeable on the Brewers? Uh, Spencer, my producer, first one in, Spencer, Spencer Williams, uh, my producer and friend, going out on a limb and saying Churio is staying. Oh. <laughs> Strong take there, Spence. Uh, Beer Cheese Benny says, Weimer and Taylor are definitely tradables. Now, the problem is I see a lot of Weimers on here, and I, I'm okay with trading Weimer too. But, you know, as the old saying goes, you have to – the other team is going to want to have to – him as well. Now, if we're – we think very little of Weimer. We think of him as a 200 hitter and a guy whose batting stance is just so screwed up. What do other teams think about him? So, if you're going to trade Weimer, okay, somebody's got to be in love with him. Somebody is going to have to get – because you're not just going to give him away, okay? So, uh, you know, the, this is the way this – when I ask these kind of questions, sometimes it's like, oh, trade – the worst guy in our team. Who do you want back? Greg Maddox. <laughs> Who do you want back? Uh, Shohei. It's only Shohei's making some news today, too. We're going to get to that a little bit as well. Um, Beer Cheese, Benny. Weimer and Taylor, definitely tradables. Again, I don't know what the value is, but you're going to have to package those guys. Nick says, in my opinion, Freelich and Mitchell are untradeable. But you're only able to get something in return for Weimer. If you're only able to get something in return for Weimer and Taylor, I'm fine with that. Well, you're not going to get something valuable in return for either one of those guys. And yeah, Freelich and Mitchell are untradeable, but you have other spots on this team that you got to fortify and get better. And yeah, you like Sal Freelich and we like Garrett Mitchell. But really, there's if Churio is going to be in center and Yelich. Happy birthday, Yelich. You turned 32 today. If Yelich is going to be in left, who's going to play right field? Only one of those guys. And Garrett Mitchell is, is likely, you know, he's a center fielder. He could probably, probably play right, but still, one of those guys has got to be traded. I think you're going to have to trade either Mitchell or Freelich. I, I really do it to get something because we gotta we gotta realize this. If we're trading, if we're trading Tyrone Taylor. Okay, what are we going to get back in return? Think about it. All right, if we feel so little of Tyrone Taylor that he's expendable or Joey Weimer, what are we going to get back in return? Are we going to get back players that are going to help win a pennant? All right, we're trying to to trade something. You're going you're to get something in return, hopefully. So, yeah, if it meant getting a stud first baseman or third baseman, I'm totally fine with trading Freelich. So let's not, and I put that out there on who's untradeable, but the Brewers are in a situation where they can't look at about anybody as untradeable, except for Cheerio, obviously. He's the one guy in this team who, yeah, you're all in on. But guys, we got to think about in terms of, you know, helping some of these other positions. Okay, Sal Freelich, yeah. We liked what he did last year, but, you know, we don't know how good he's going to get. He's still a young guy. Garrett Mitchell as well. Uh, you know, I, uh, Trevor says all of them, all of them. Sean said, and he means all of them are on the trade block, except for Cheerio, I would say. Uh, Cheerio is the only untouchable, according to Sean. I agree. Pete says don't trade anybody. 
Well, what are you going to do? It's only a 20 and 26 man roster there. Marcus says, Weimer, and that's it. I'd roll with Yelich in left, Cheerio in center, Freelich in right, Platoon Mitchell in there for occasional days off. Mitchell's an everyday player, I think, at this point. I mean, if you're if you think Mitchell's a platoon player, okay, you're wasting him. Then you should trade him. You're not going to keep a, a guy on your team simply with that kind of talent that we think uh, to be a platoon player. If you could return, get something in return. And he says, obviously, Churio is excluded, and I'm assuming Yelich isn't going anywhere. Yelich, I'm telling you, if you throw that out there with Yelich, he's 32 at this point. If you throw that out there and throw some salary in, and you, if you're the Brewers, you don't want to be throwing salary in, but it might just be that, and the right deal comes along, I would not say Yelich is untradeable. Jesse says, I would say in this order, the least touchable, Cheerio, Yelich, purely because of contract, uh, Mitchell and Freelich, Taylor, Weimer, and Perkins. Well, what could you get for Blake Perkins? Again, um, your best two trade pieces out there are Garrett Mitchell and Sal Freelich. And I know some of you guys want to come at me for wanting to trade Freelich, but you don't understand the big picture on that. Okay? You don't, I mean... When you got, if you didn't have Jackson Churio, I'd say okay. But the outfield spot is so crowded right now. Uh, Jack says all the Brewer players are expendable, including Yelly. Well, everybody, I would say again, including, uh, excluding, uh, excluding our center field that we just signed, Jackson Churio. Yeah, guys, we got to get out of this mindset of not wanting to trade Freelick and not wanting to trade. Garrett Mitchell, yeah, we we love him and all that. Mitchell coming off the injury, but still, hey, nothing against those guys. I don't, I'm not, I'm not saying either one of those guys sucks, okay, for a lack of a better word. But we need to. There's some areas of this team that if they don't get built up, we're going to be in the same position, probably worse next year, considering what the Brewers have for a starting rotation. Considering what they have for a starting rotation, could be worse. We'll come back and talk about that rotation. Touch on the the Brewers staying here as well. We opened with that a little bit. We're going to get back to that and uh, and a few other things as well. Chuck Freeman here on Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. Great sponsor, Jace Medical. I know we come to sports to escape from the crazy realities of real life, but can we just talk a little bit about preparing for tough situations? In this crazy world, who knows what's going to happen? And whether you're on extended travel, Bracing for a major weather event, limited by another supply shortage. You got plenty covered here with Jace Medical. Our partners at Jace Medical got your back. Life-saving antibiotics and a long list of daily medications that can be ordered in a one-year supply. Even ED generics called for uh, Cialis and Viagra. Jace Medical has the Jace case. It's a, a pack of five different antibiotics to treat the long illnesses Long list of illnesses, bacteria, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinuses, uh, skin infections, all that. The stuff could happen to any of us. And Jace Medical, with the Jace case, has the, the pack with the five different antibiotics to treat all these bacterial illnesses. Visit JaceMedical.com. Complete your physical, uh, your physician encounter. 
It'll be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important than today to be more prepared for tomorrow. Go to jacemedical.com. Use the offer code LOCKDOWN to get 20 bucks off your offer. If you're watching us on YouTube, you see it right there, jacemedical, J-A-S-E medical.com. Use the promo code LOCKDOWN for 20 bucks off your order. Chuck Freeman here on Lockdown Brewers, part of Lockdown Podcast Network. We're coming right back. Welcome back to Lockdown Brewers. This is Chuck Freeman. Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. Thank you, all you everydayers, for joining us every day. We're here every day this week for the baseball winter meetings, which are taking place down in Nashville. So far, nothing's news. I wait till later on in the afternoon for these baseball winter meetings, just in case something drops. You know, these guys have been milling around all day, talking, and it sounds like, according to John Heyman out there, the Brewers are fielding offers for some of their outfielders. Teams are coming at Matt Arnold and say, hey, we want this guy, we want that guy. Nobody's specific, but as we said, as you know, the Brewers have outfielders, and teams are already checking in on the Milwaukee Brewers. That seems like to be the number one thing the Brewers right now in day two of the baseball winter meetings could be focused on. But download our podcast, Google, Spotify, Apple. Apple, We're on all the major downloads. I have the link on Twitter, Chuck Freeman, F-R-E-I-M-U-N-D. When I download this each night, I got every stream possible you can go to. But please go to YouTube, our YouTube page, our growing YouTube page, where we're here with that 30-minute program, go to YouTube, search Locked On Brewers. Hit the subscribe button, hit the bell. That'll alert you every time we drop an episode here on Locked On Brewers. All right, that pitching rotation, uh, you know, I'm just not happy with it right now. Um, and, you know, and it's not the Brewers' fault with Brandon Woodruff right there, who seems to be drawing a lot of offers out there, a lot of attention on a two-year deal. Several teams look at that as a bargain for Brandon Woodruff. Apparently, the Brewers aren't. But I, I saw a report a couple of days ago, and it was like a week ago, that several teams are checking in on the Brandon Woodruff camp. Yet, the Brewers feel they need to move on elsewhere. I don't know. I, I, I still want to sign him to a two-year deal. I think we should. I, I don't know if that bridge has been burned already. But that's um, he could come back this year or next. If that's the case, I want I'd like to have him around because you know if, depending on the status of Burns, the Joe Ross signing, a uh, couple of Tommy Tommy John surgeries, former National, uh, bouncing around trying to get himself back. This is classic Milwaukee Brewers here, uh, one point seven million dollar deal with incentives. Classic Milwaukee Brewers right here, trying to think that they're going to find. You know, success with Joe Ross coming off the TJ surgery. I don't like it. Um, but you know what? $1.7 million, that's um that's nothing. That's a bag of shells to these guys, uh, the Milwaukee Brewers. But with incentives, it can increase. But, you know, with incentives, that means he's actually having a pretty good year. So um, I, I don't know. I just – I hope this winter isn't one of those winters where it's – non-roster invitees, minor league contracts, the former guys who were stars, and aging veterans who are looking to kept, catch lightning in a bottle. You know, I don't, and I just hate playing that way. 
All right, I hate playing that. We got some assets, some young assets. If we want to get trade and get better, we can do it. We can do it. But by gosh, I do not think the Brewers are going to be going in with all these outfielders in the training camp, in the spring training. So right now, here are your guys fighting for a starting rotation spot. Joe Ross, Corbin Burns, Willie, uh, Willie Peralta, Freddie Peralta, uh, Ashby, Colin Ray, Gasser, and Jansen Junk. Uh, Jansen Junk better not be in that starting rotation. Robert Gasser, um, you know, he hasn't pitched yet on the major league level. Colin Ray, a good fifth starter. Ashby, we'll see how he, how healthy he is. Um, Freddie Peralta should be my number three. Uh, Burns and Willie per- and Wade Miley, who they signed on one-year deal, loaded with incentives. He thinks he can make 30 starts. Now, he was on the injured list for a couple of times last year with issues. He's going to go into the season at 37. Um, you know, I just, I like the signing of Wade Miley. I just want him to be a back, I mean, a back of the rotation guy. I don't want it to come down to, you know, and you see this with some of the crappy teams in baseball. You know, a, a Wade Miley will be a two or a three starter. At this point, with the Brewers offense, Wade Miley needs to be a four or five on this team. Probably a four starter. Okay. You, you, you don't know if he's going to be able to make 30 starts. He says he wants to, if he's going to make a couple of trips to the injured list uh, or whatever. But yeah, the starting rotation right now um, with those guys, Miley, and all these guys are fighting for a job. It's not going to be a, obviously a seven man rotation, eight man rotation. Miley, Joe Ross, Burns, Peralta, Ashby, Ray, Gasser, and Jansen Junk. Uh, this is not the 95 Braves, that's for sure, without question. But again, we could still move some young guys and maybe get some pitching help. Colin Ray, I think, is going to be in that rotation. Gasser has a shot at it. Ashby, we'll see. Peralta for sure. And I don't know if Burns. I mean, if the Vich trade burns, who would be the open? Who's your number one guy? You know, if you don't have that ace on a team, now the Brewers for fortunate now for half of the season, at least they have two aces with Woodruff and Burns. When you have an offense as bad as the Brewers are, and let's face it, that offense stunk last year for the most part. A couple of games they got lucky and exploded for 12 or 16 runs, but that's not happening. And and if they're not going to improve this offense, if we're signing non-roster invitees and uh, a 37-year-old first baseman, okay, if that happens, 38-year-old first baseman, if they go down at Carlos Santana Road and stuff like that, we better have a strong pitching staff. So, But I would be okay sacrificing some of that pitching for offense. You know, we saw the Brewers had a dynamite pitching staff last year, no offense, and we'll, we saw where that get you. So, I'm a firm believer, as strong as that pitching staff is, you got to have some, you got to be able to score some runs. You know, they say pitching, pitching, pitching. Yeah, pitching is important, but you got to be able to light up that scoreboard once in a while. And too often, we're sitting here in the seventh and eighth inning of games in a two to one game, hoping and praying that our bullpen's going to slam the door shut on a two one game. You know, and then when that doesn't happen, you know, we look at the offense. Yeah, the offense has got to get better. So if the pitching staff is going to take a hit, the offense better improve here in the offseason. All right, we return. We'll talk a little bit more about the uh, the Brewers staying here. Looks like they're building a new scoreboard. Doesn't sound like Shohei's coming to the Cubs. That's good news. All that more coming up next. Chuck Freeman, 
Locked On Brewers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We are your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Brewers. Chuck Freeman, your host. Thank you, all you everydayers, for following us along. Of course, on Twitter, Chuck Freeman, F R E I M U N D. Day two of the baseball winter meetings. Again, don't panic that the Brewers haven't done anything just yet. Again, there could be some table setting for things, for moves that could happen either later in the week or later on this winter. A deal does not have to get consummated at these baseball winter meetings. Really, nothing has to be done. Nothing really has been done by anybody so far. Biggest news out of there has been Jackson Churio signing that contract with the Milwaukee Brewers. Otherwise, it's been pretty quiet down there in Nashville, but that doesn't mean something can't get stirred up real quick. Um, But Shohei, real quick. Yeah, we don't want Shohei going to the Cubs, and it sounds like, according to reports out there, the Dodgers, Toronto, LA Angels, and San Francisco, let them go to Toronto so we never see them. Okay, let him go to Toronto so we never see Shohei. Get him out of the National League. I don't have him come to the National League. Keep him in the American League, and Toronto would be a great place for him. Or the LA Angels, nice place for Shohei, as a, as it's been. So, um, but yeah, don't want to see him in San Francisco. Don't want to see him in the Dodgers. And certainly, it sounds like the Cubs are out of the running for whatever reason, according to the, the experts out there. Out of the running, uh, the Brewers are getting a scoreboard today. Uh, when they had that press conference there, the whole scoreboard is taken out. Whole scoreboard and putting in a new scoreboard. Um, and hopefully, let's work on that sound system while we're at it. Uh, the scoreboard was fine with me, but they're getting a scoreboard twice as big, which is good. <laughs> if, if, if that scoreboard is going to be twice as big as this previous one, boy, that's going to dominate Amfan Field. Just wonder what it's going to look like. But the Brewers did uh, the, uh, the get the $500 million in public financing for improving uh, improvements to AmFam Field. It was signed by the governor, uh, Governor uh, Tony Evers, or Warren Spahn, what do you, Governor Spahn, whatever he's going by to these days on his email account. Uh, if you haven't heard, <laughs> heard the story, there was rumblings. He was using an email account, uh, account with one of his, uh, one of his former, one of the former Braves, Warren Spahn. So we'll see. <laughs> I already saw some parody accounts on Twitter. Tony War Tony Spawny Evers. All right. Obviously he was a Braves fan, but hey, we got this deal done. It was um, you know, it didn't take what it did in 1995. No public rallies, no uh nobody recalled in the elections, nothing of that. Got it done pretty painless. I thought it I thought it would take some. I thought there'd be some pain in this. I thought it would take some push and pulling, but apparently it didn't. $500 million, 2050. So for the next 26 years, we're going to enjoy the Milwaukee Brewers at Amfam Field. And the way the teams that, uh, you know, there's going to be some expansion in Major League Baseball eventually. Um, and I didn't want anybody to take our team and moving our team to their place because there's teams out there, there's cities out there, there are cities out there willing in a heartbeat to build a new stadium if the Brewers were on the market. All right. As I mentioned, Yelich turned 32. Hard to believe that <laughs> Yelich is 32 already, but that was quick. Age 32. So what baseball players they say are in the prime from what, 28 to 32. I think that is, that's when they're at the prime of their um, uh, power and all that. So he's just at the end of it, the very end of it, 32. That's some, 
Let's hold what Kane was when we signed Kane. I think he was 32 or 33. But happy birthday to Christian Yelich. We'll see if he's here in spring training. Um, <laughs> I saw the interview. Craig Council, the, he met with the media down in Nashville. Had the sport coat on and all that, meeting with the media. And a lot of these baseball managers are meeting with the media down in Nashville. I think next year we're going to do the show from the baseball winter meetings. Nashville doesn't have a, a baseball team, but they got the baseball winter meetings down in Nashville. Hosting them there or San Diego or it's been in Scottsdale as well. All right, that's going to do it. Again, nothing's news with the Milwaukee Brewers so far in day two of the baseball winter meetings down at Nashville. We'll keep you posted. We'll post a little short video if something does happen. If Brewers make a, a trade, a blockbuster, God, you know, would they sign a free agent? Would that be possible? Who knows with the Milwaukee Brewers? Pete Alonzo, man, Pete Alonzo was traded to the Brewers. We're coming on live for 24 hours straight doing Lockdown Brewers. You got that. Hey, everydayers, follow us along. Chuck Freeman, F-R-E-I-M-U-N-D on Lockdown Brewers. Go to YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube page, Lockdown Brewers on YouTube. Go to Lockdown Brewers. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the bell. We'll, uh, we'll be here daily all week. And, of course, we're here all winter long, keeping you up to date with the latest Milwaukee Brewer news. And the audio version of this, we drop it. Google, Spotify, Apple, all the major downloads. Wherever you get your podcast, we are there because we're the number one brewer podcast on the internet because of you, great Milwaukee Brewer fans out there. It's going to do it. Chuck Freeman, Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day.